don't be intimidated if the governor general speaks this way. Yeah. Speak loudly. That's good. Speak openly. In fact, become bold and be mm -hmm. confident that God's with you. Hi, this is Ben Lowell with Back to the Bible Canada's Truth and Life Today. And of course, today we have Dr. John Newfeld with us and Isaac Dagno, ministry leader of Indoubt Ministries. Uh, we're grateful to be here again today. And uh, the last few weeks, we've had some wonderful conversations and discussions around, around suffering and around hope and those types of things. And today we want to continue in our conversation uh, around some of the, the more uh, recent events that have taken place. Uh, we're grateful to have you here today, and we welcome Dr. John. Great to have you. Great to be here. And welcome, Isaac. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about something, and I, I don't think we want to become political about it, but uh, you know, I think in some ways we have to address uh, some of the statements that our new Governor General, uh, Julie Payette, made. And let me, let me make the quote, and then we'll, we'll talk about the, the implications of that upon the church, upon Christians, upon our country. And she said, and we are still debating and still questioning whether life was a divine intervention or whether it was coming out of a natural process, let alone, oh my goodness, a random process. Now, it was said, I guess, uh, with, with a bit of a tone in respect to those that could possibly believe that, that all this was created by divine intervention are people that aren't too, uh, aren't too bright or aren't too with it anymore right. because science obviously is the direction we ought to go. So just give me a general, general reaction to that, John. Yeah, I mean, it was very condescending because she tied it together saying, climate deniers are also the same people that will deny, basically, she, I think she had in mind evolution. And then she also made this uh, comment about people taking a sugar pill to cure cancer, which I think had something to do with people praying rather than relying on medical technology. Right. So, right. I mean, there was all of that bunched together, which basically said, you know, all of the people that are theists, believers in God, yeah. you lumped them all together yeah. and simply said, you know, all of them are a bunch of hicks that don't know anything about what's actually going on. And uh, I can't believe that in a country as sophisticated as Canada, we would still have people who actually believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's quite a statement. I think there are two things. I mean, it's one is you want to defend that, but, but, but secondly, it's, it's quite a statement for a public official to make because on the one hand, we keep on trumpeting our openness to people of different cultures and right. races and belief systems. Uh, all of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, I don't think that she would have spoken that way about people in a sexual group of people. Mm -hmm. But she's quite happy to speak about people in a faith group. So I think Ms. Payette needs to apologize to the Canadian people. That's my view. It's not a political view, but yeah. that's my view of that. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I think it points to uh, maybe, and maybe, I don't know if it's substantiated or not, but this sense of isolation in Christians, like the public sort of... Uh, Influence is against people of faith. Now, it's interesting that uh, uh, the Governor General would speak really in it against uh, the vast majority of people still in Canada who still believe right. in, in, in a divine power, in, in a higher power, in God. Uh, but I, I started to think about it. And I thought, I wonder how young people feel about it mm -hmm. and the sense of increasing isolation. Yeah. If you're a Christian young person, yeah. there's so many challenges in our culture today. Yeah. Um, uh, when you go to school about uh, sexuality and, and, and all, these, all, all the things you would choose to believe, and now we've got this public figure 
yeah. uh, significant public figure coming out and saying, if you believe in divine intervention in yeah. creation, then you're foolish. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think young people respond to that? Yeah, I, I guess for, for a lot, it, it hurts. I'm, that's the truth. Uh, and they, they feel that and they desperately want to know how they can try to fit in again. But, you know, as I was thinking about this before, I, I was just, I was reminded of the, the vast amount of scriptures that talk about the specific blessings you get when you suffer specifically and are persecuted for your faith. I mean, you think of Matthew 5, when it's Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says, blessed are you when you're persecuted for, like, for my sake. Because, you know, even the prophets, they were persecuted for my sake. And then you have, like, places like John 15, where Jesus says, like, listen, like, the world hated me. They're going to hate you as well. Like, it's just a matter of fact. You think of First Peter as well, and the whole thing about the suffering for the sake of, for goodness and righteousness and for the sake of believing in Christ. So, I would just, I would, I would want to encourage young adults that do feel that isolation and feel like, oh man, I can't even be a part of this. I feel so uh, kind of, um, you know, bullied right now uh, to be like, man, that is like, stand up for that. And that's good. Like that's, there's, there's a strength there uh, that I think is powerful. And the other thing I would say just to encourage a lot of young adults too, in North America and just kind of Western civilization, we tend to think that we're the center of the world and that that kind of secular mindset is sort of this on a, on a higher hierarchy among the whole world and we're, that's the kind of the top, this naturalistic worldview that only what exists is what we can see and you know taste and empirical evidence. But I mean, like you can't think that way. I mean, there's so many other places on the world that that believe in higher power is like a normal, is, a, is the norm, you know. Uh, so when you know this Payette lady, she says this, it's I think it's important for us to recognize that. Um, you know, you're, you're not alone in thinking that there is a higher power and all that kind of stuff. That this is just one area of the world that thinks that they get it. And uh, so. Yeah. You know, I guess our faith, is, this isn't the first time we may have felt isolated in history. Is <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's not. And, but what's interesting here is, is we need to come to terms with the fact that we live in a country where we are protected when we speak out and when we defend the faith. So I would say to believers, now that's the second issue. I mean, the first issue uh, really has to do with she needs to, to, to apologize. Uh, I think uh, people need to come to terms with the fact that our governor general has said this. However, we need to be bold in our response. So I would say to young people and to the rest, uh, we need to be able to know how to give a response. Yeah. Um, that the, the, the reality of nature around us is it bears all the resemblance of intelligent design. Yeah. 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 You know, that's not saying something that's really outlandish. In fact, design is everywhere seen, even down to our DNA, which carries information. Yeah. I mean, so the idea of randomness, I think that's the hard one to prove. Yeah. And so what we have to tell people is, don't be intimidated if the governor general speaks this way. Yeah. Speak loudly. That's good. Speak openly. In fact, become bold and be mm -hmm. confident that God's with you. Yeah. Uh, and you're on the winning side. And Isaac, you're right. I mean, this... You know, this, uh, th this belief system of naturalism mm -hmm. really does make a minority, yeah. but it's a very vocal minority, it and is. they're not afraid to speak out. So why are we so intimidated? Exactly. Let's not be intimidated. Exactly. Well, and I think that's a great question. Why are we so intimidated? I mean, I, I, mean, I think, that, you know, there, there's a wide swath here, and you use the word bullying, and I thought it's an interesting word when we talk about faith, being bullied in our faith. And I think of uh, the number of Christian schools 
who've actually been bullied in what they can teach and not teach. Uh, school in Alberta, which I believe uh, there's a school board there that's saying you can't teach certain elements of scripture. So in essence, they're, uh, uh, they're, they're going to the Word and saying you can't teach that. Yeah, yeah and I think Walk my response out. to that would be hire a lawyer and push back. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the fact is we still do in this country have all manner of protections in our charter that allow us to push back. I mean, we have uh, before us the very, you know, what the rest of the country does know about Trinity Western University. In fact, they are pushing back, and I think they're going to win. Now, I, I obviously, I'm not a lawyer, and how do I know? But, but as a matter of fact, we should stop being intimidated into yeah. silence. Yeah. I think this is a time for Christians to speak out and to say, this is unacceptable. Yeah. And, you know, we're not being political, but I would even say we need to write to our prime minister and say, this is unacceptable. And so we need to demand a, a, a response that's, uh, that's, that's respectful of, um, of, I think, a position that is very defensible in Canada, right. that is a belief in God and a belief that this is indeed an ordered universe. Yeah. You know, I, I think of the question you ask, why are we so intimidated? And I think it comes down to the fear of man. And you, you can think of Saul in the Old Testament, and he, there was this blatant fear of man. He had to wait for the Samuel to come to do the sacrifice and all these different things. And he didn't end up killing all the, what were the Melekites? I think yeah. they were the Melekites. He didn't end up killing them, all, killing them all. They kept some of the sheep and all this kind of stuff based on the fear of man. And he confessed that as well. And I just personally think, especially with young adults, but I think for the whole spectrum, is that unless we have a greater fear of God, a greater view of God, uh, then we are just naturally going to fear man. And then we're going to be intimidated whenever man you know, says anything to us because we're fearing man more and we're following man more. And I think what we have to do is have a bigger view of God, a majestic view of God, so that we can have the strength, like you're saying, to write, to stand up. Because until we see God that way, then I think it's going to be very difficult for so, us. So maybe what you're saying is it maybe has more to do with our view of God than it does our view of our rights being infringed upon. I think it's also true that there are a great many Christians, and, and we can both say that, who are in a way afraid to speak because they really don't know their own faith well. Exactly. And they don't know how to defend it, and so they haven't been educated to do this. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they've been intimidated into silence. I mean, what do I know about right. science in right. the first place? Well, it turns out that Ms. Payette might be overplaying her hand. Right. I mean, she might have said something that she herself can't defend. Exactly. So I think this might be a challenge for believers to say, you know, why don't we get to know what the Bible actually says about God in creation, yeah. about the relationship between faith and yeah. science? All these things can be very helpful to us. And so rather than being intimidated, we might see it as a challenge. Yeah. Let's read more. Yeah. Let's listen more. Let's understand more. And you don't need to be a, a, an apologist with a doctorate to be able to do that. Exactly. You know, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it points to the fact that, you know, we do have to stand up. We have to take serious what we believe. And if we feel intimidated about something, then that should not direct us to the place where we go and hide, but it should direct us to the Word. Mm -hmm. It should direct us to understanding more about the Word, understanding what has God done. Yeah. He's such a great God, and I, and I really do appreciate what you guys have said, and, and I really appreciate this idea that, you know, we should not fear. We need to recognize the greatness of yeah. our God, yes. the greatness of who He is. And uh, also, that fear stops us from also confessing who God is, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, to, to say with confidence, as the Scripture tells us to say, the heavens declare the glory of God. Amen. 
-hmm. So it is the, the, you know, the work of his hands. And uh, so let's uh, rejoice, let's say it openly, let's engage in those conversations uh, in school, in the coffee shop, I mean, wherever you're having mm -hmm. them, uh, at the workplace, I, don't hesitate to say these things. Uh, I think that you're gonna garner respect uh, rather than ridicule. Of course you garner some ridicule, yeah. but as a whole, I think you'll garner respect. Thanks, John. Thanks, Isaac, and uh, thanks for joining us again today. Uh, for Truth and Life today. And join us again next week. We're going to have a, a real interesting conversation about prayer. And uh, you'll want to be there for that. So thanks again, and God bless. We hope you're enjoying the new Truth and Life Today show with Dr. John Newfeld. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode each week. But we want you to be involved in the show. To submit your own personal questions to Dr. John, you can email us at info at backtothebible.ca or find us on Facebook by searching Truth and Life Today.